Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritchner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest college basketball show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. What a thriller last night in Highland Heights. Trailing by two with less than 10 seconds left, Northern Kentucky had the basketball and a chance to win the game. That's exactly what they did with Marquez Warwick pulling up from the Norse logo and draining the game-winning three as time expired to give NKU the win over Cleveland State. The highlight took over college basketball Twitter last night, so if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Here's how it sounded on the NKU radio broadcast with play-by-play from Jim Kelch and analysis from Rick Broering. One-point lead, Cleveland State. And Aruma's free throw. Good. 56-55. Cleveland State by two. 7.3 seconds to go. Get it into Sam Vincent. Across midcourt. Vincent off to Ward. Bobbled the ball. Gets it back. Shoots. Scores! A three-pointer by Marquez Ward on his birthday. That had to be from 26, 27 feet. He caught the back pass from Faulkner. Bobbled the ball. Picked it up. And as time ran off the clock, Drained the three-pointer from 28 feet out, and NKU miraculously gets the victory, 57-56 over Cleveland State. Marquez Ward, on his birthday, hits the game winner to defeat the Vikings. Just another one in a long line of memories for number three, Marquez Ward, here at NKU. Warwick led NKU with 19 points, and Sam Vincent had a very nice night, scoring 16 on 7 of 12 from the floor, including a couple of threes. That is welcome news for Norse fans. This game was very tight throughout, and the Norse emerged with a 7-2 record in the horizon. Wright State was on the losing end of their home game last night, dropping it 88-80 to Purdue-Fort Wayne. Trey Calvin had 26 points in the losing effort. You know the drill. I'll roll through the weekend preview in the order that everyone plays. So let's start with number eight, Xavier, back at home on Saturday, looking to rebound from a one-point loss at DePaul on Wednesday night. There's no better team for Xavier to play after that game than who they'll face tomorrow at noon on FS1 in the form of the Georgetown Hoyas. I will say, Georgetown has an athletic team, and I'm honestly surprised they haven't won a game yet against a high major team. They've played a bunch of teams close, but they just can't get it done in the second half. In the first game between these two teams this year, Xavier won 102-89 in D.C., Georgetown's last regular season win against a Big East opponent was on March 2nd, 2021, coincidentally against Xavier. That game was in D.C. The Hoyas have lost 28 consecutive Big East regular season games. I still think Xavier is in a fairly good spot for the Big East title race. If they go undefeated at home the rest of the way and pick up two road wins, maybe at Butler or at Seton Hall, that would put the Musketeers at 15-5 and five and probably give them at least a share of the league. Speaking of D.C., Dayton is out in the district tomorrow to play George Washington at 12.30. The Colonials are in the middle of the pack in the A-10 at 3-2 and two in conference play. Their best win of the season came this past Monday against 120th ranked George Mason. GW really isn't a bad offensive team. They're 90th right now, but they're horrific on the defensive end of the floor. 
For as well as they play on offense, they rely on scoring close to the basket. They're fifth in two-point field goal percentage nationwide. But get this, 276th in three-point percentage. This is a road game Dayton should be able to handle, especially as they continue to get healthier. Kentucky has a big game tomorrow at 2 on ESPN against Texas A&M. This is a statement game for the Wildcats against the Aggies, who are one of two teams left unbeaten in SEC play, the other being Alabama. Texas A&M has won seven in a row after starting the season 6-5 and five overall. They've already completed a season sweep of Florida, and they have a win over Missouri mixed in there as well. The reason this game is so important for Kentucky is because it's going to give us a pretty good indication as to whether the last week has just been two good games or whether it's the start of something new for Kentucky and they're playing their way back into the NCAA tournament. The Wildcats got that win against Tennessee last Saturday, but looked shaky and had to rally at home against Georgia on Tuesday. Do things continue to trend up in Big Blue Nation or do they regress? This is definitely one to keep an eye on. Miami travels to Bowling Green for a 5 p.m. Saturday tip-off. The Battle of the Birds will feature two teams trying to right the ship in MAC play. The Falcons started conference season 2-0 with a solid win over Ohio, but have lost three straight since, including a 108-92 loss to Western Michigan. The Red Hawks are 1-4 in the MAC and are coming off back-to-back losses. Northern Kentucky plays the same Purdue-Fort Wayne team on Saturday that just beat Wright State last night. Tip is set for six at Truist Arena. Wright State will try to do what NKU did last night, and that is beat Cleveland State. Tip is scheduled for 7 p.m. at the Nutter Center on Saturday night. Cincinnati is the last area team playing this weekend and the only one playing on Sunday. They have a Bengals appetizer tipping off at 1 Eastern at Fifth Third Arena against Memphis. The Tigers played Wichita State last night and won by 10. We'll see how Landers Nolly does in this game against his former team. After three straight games on the easier side, Cincinnati now has a chance to showcase their improvement against a higher-quality Memphis squad. It was a fun night last night around the country, and most notably, number 6 Gonzaga finally lost after playing with fire over the last few weeks, dropping their game 68-67 to Loyola Marymount. This was a historic upset, snapping Gonzaga's 75-game home winning streak. I, I say 75 Nobody could figure out whether it was 75 or 76. I saw so many different outlets saying, is it 75-game home winning streak, 76-game home winning streak? I saw one site I trust say 75. I'm going with 75. Gonzaga's 75-game home winning streak snapped last night. It was also the first time LMU won at Gonzaga since 1991. So either way, Gonzaga doesn't lose at home a lot. They lost last night at home, and it was to a team that hadn't beaten them at home in a very long time. Also, number three, Purdue held Minnesota to just 39 points, with the Boilermakers winning on the road 61-39. to Also, late last night for the Night Owls, like myself, number five, UCLA, pulled away from Arizona State 74-62 to in a thriller in the Pac-12. Arizona State set their record for student attendance in this game. It was an electric environment, but UCLA, in a back-and-forth game, won it by 12. This Saturday is setting up to be a marquee one around college basketball. Number five, UCLA. I just mentioned that win last night against Arizona State. Now they'll take on number 11, Arizona in Tucson in what could be the best game of the day. 17th ranked Miami is at Cameron Indoor to play Duke. 
Number 14, TCU, is at number two, Kansas. Texas Tech is at number 13, Kansas State. And number seven, Texas, is in Morgantown to play West Virginia. It really is incredible when I go through these games and the schedules every day to put together the list of games I want to talk about around the country. How many times you see the highlighted games, and right at the top, it's just Big 12 after Big 12. This conference is so good. One game I didn't talk about from last night was Illinois and Indiana, and that's because it was Paul's pick of the day presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Well, it wasn't really much of a game. Indiana absolutely dominated Illinois, winning 80-65. to Maybe, just maybe, even without Race Thompson and Xavier Johnson, the Hoosiers are turning things around. And they stopped the one-game winning streak for Paul's pick of the day that now has a 6-10 overall record. Tonight, we'll go with Boise State, plus three on the road at New Mexico. The lines for Saturday and Sunday aren't out yet, so I'm just going to project some lines and base a pick off of them. Saturday, let's go with Kansas State, minus five and a half against Texas Tech. And then Sunday, Indiana, minus three and a half at home against Michigan State. I'm buying what the Hoosiers are selling me right now. That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Who day? And I'll talk to you on Monday.